welcome or welcome back. This is Talk Your Shit with Deja, where we drop the eye because not only can I talk my shit, but I want you to talk your shit too. Hey. So, y'all, uh, we are in week eight. Yay. Two away from big double digits or whatever. Let's keep it going. Oh. <laughs> but yeah, so we're coming into number eight. And, you know, this episode is going to be a little special because it's the last episode before 2023, y'all. Oh, my gosh. Where did 2022 go? I feel like I was just in this bed crying about being alone at the beginning. Like, that was yesterday. And now we all the way in December. And, like, oh, my God, where did the time go, y'all? Like, where? But, um, yeah, so this is going to be the last video before the new year. And like I mentioned before, y'all, I think for this last episode going into the new year, I definitely want to spend some time talking about self-love. Because this year, 2022, was definitely a year of self. And being by myself, like I mentioned, you know, two weeks ago, it was it was a hard time. You know, like, I had to figure out how to love my singleness, my aloneness. I had to learn how to be okay being by myself. And the only reason why I was able to get through the year and I'm okay and I'm selling and I'm doing a podcast and all this other stuff is because I practice self-love all throughout the year. You know, like, that's the one thing that more people have to work on is loving on themselves especially if you don't have people around you you know sometimes when you don't have that that reaching out and calling and you know those connections sometimes being that for yourself will make a big difference but if you don't show up for yourself nobody else will so yeah this week i kind of want to talk my shit on self-love because again like this was my year to love on myself, to appreciate myself, to not be upset with myself, to not feel any type of way about what I'm not doing, what I am doing, and all this other stuff. I just, like, I appreciated every moment, you know? Like, I just took it all in, and I became this. And now I got a whole podcast. I'm eight episodes in, almost now, almost ten, and we're going to keep it going. But yeah, so we're going to talk our shit on self-love. So let's get it. So I actually found this chart on Google. Um, I typed in self-love or whatever. I'm going to put the chart like right here just so that, let me scoot over so it can go right there. So you can see what I'm talking about as I'm reading because I'm going to be reading off of the chart because I came across it and it actually, I liked it a lot. Like it, it has six different components to this it's a circle and it has six different components to it um each component of the circle is ways that you can practice self-love so i want to go over it and see how to kind of how like it correlates to me what i can actually say i did for myself this year um and kind of see if maybe like y'all got did or did some of this stuff i don't know but yeah let's get started so the first one, I'm going to start at the top at 12 o'clock and then go around back to 12 o'clock. So the first one is going to be mental health. And in that 
a triangle piece. It says focusing on stress management and mental health, learning healthy coping skills. So y'all, when I first uh, started this year out, I like, I immediately told my mom like, girl, when you do the little flex spending account savings, whatever, all that gotta go towards like mental health. I ain't gonna hold you. Like, like I mentioned uh, two weeks ago, my mental health was like shot to shit. Like it wasn't, you know, the self deletion shot to shit, but it was like, I didn't want to leave out this room shot to shit. It was, I don't want to get out this bed shot to shit. It was, I want to be a lazy ass person shot to shit type of thing. So I was just like, okay, maybe I need to talk to somebody and figure out what's going on. So I was able to talk with a few therapists. Um, I had to get three different ones. I use BetterHelp, huh? not sponsored, but let's thought one day we go. We gonna lock in, but I use BetterHelp, um, and which I love that you can literally get a new therapist like as soon as possible. Because I had to get three therapists. Like the first one, I don't think I really meshed with her too well. The second one, she was pregnant, so she was like going into birth while we're supposed to be having sessions. So those got canceled. And then the third one was a guy, and I actually appreciated him. I just think that it was more so like us just talking and chatting and it didn't necessarily you know feel like I was getting too much help out of it but I also didn't necessarily know what I wanted from out of therapy I think I more so just wanted therapy because I was just like oh I can't get out of bed maybe let me see if I can talk to the therapist and they can help me figure some shit out but in talking with them I was more so just having conversations like I wasn't really figuring anything out I don't think I went into it with an actual goal plan or anything like that. So it was more so just somebody talks to. So it definitely was nice, you know, to be able to talk to these different people and get different perspectives. But as far as like them giving me some type of help, it really didn't come from them. But it was nice to talk to therapists because like I said previously, I possibly want to become a therapist. And, you know, just to see different people's methods of how to to do things like that was nice but as far as like the coping skills um I think I learned how to do those myself like I've always learned or knew like how to make myself feel better and it was like I also had a job previously I worked at a crisis center and within working there we had to come up with like a safety plan because of course you're talking to people about self-deletion all day and about like being addicted to stuff and them going through you know losing their homes and like and not having money for bills so you're just so it was like we had to set up like a, a safety plan for us because it can be a lot on you mentally so I I've always learned how to work through my hard times it's just this year i kind of had like gotten away from you know actually doing those things until like later on which for me my coping skills or like what helps me to get through like the bad times is always music and not just any music it's either gonna be like well my first choice is always going to be R&B. Give me a good 80s or 90s and I'm good. Like, I'm in here swaying, singing, dancing, all that good stuff. Like, give me that and I'm okay. And then, like, another thing that also helps me is binge watching TV. 
I'm such a binge watcher. That's another reason why I thought I could do this podcasting thing because I'm literally sitting here all day looking at YouTubers and I'm over here commentating and all this other stuff because I love to watch people and I'm like, now let's make y'all watch me type thing. But yeah, so it's just like, those are my two go-tos. Like, and then like, depending on who might have made me upset i always call my mom she's always there to just listen and sometimes you really just need that person to just vent to um my really good friend i like calling her and just putting it all on her but it's okay because she put all her stuff on me too so we just be bumming information onto each other but I, I've noticed that when I can get it off of my brain, I usually feel lighter. Another thing that I actually started doing this year, too, is writing. And in those times where I felt the heaviest, like, I would wake up out of my sleep crying type thing. Like, I would just go to writing and just writing out those raw emotions, like, whatever comes to mind, just writing it out and seeing what came from out of it because... I think sometimes we don't even get a chance to process what really be going on in our mind. And it's so nice when I can open up my book, read through what I wrote and be like, oh my gosh, like you were going through it, girl. Like, but you feeling better now. So that's all that matters. So those are just some coping things that I utilize. Um, and maybe they can help you all as well. But those have been my saving graces to get me through this year, you know, like those things, as well as like getting outside. I know I am such an outside girl. So the fact that I'm such a homebody right now is really weird because I really like being outside. I really like being in the sun. I like going by the water and this Florida. So we got all of that, but it's like, I'd be inside. So it's so weird. So I, I've been trying to get out more, whether that be going to the beach, just sitting out there or going downtown by the river walk and walking and sitting at a table, maybe having lunch or something. Like I've been trying to get outside more because I'm not necessarily like I'm a homebody because I don't got nobody to go out with. But I'm not a homebody if I had somebody to go out with. Like, I love being outside. I'm such a outside baby. I've been outside my whole life. I just got inside. But, yeah, so the next triangle, again, we're going, I guess this will be 2 o'clock, <laughs> um, that we're going to is going to be self-acceptance. And it says, accepting that you do not have to be perfect to be worthy of love, baby. I have worked on this so much. And, you know, I guess in this um, in this triangle of the self-acceptance, affirmations, I would put affirmations in that as well. Baby, because affirming yourself when nobody else will is so helpful. You know, we all aren't perfect. Like, we were created to be imperfect. And, you know, to work towards, you know, being a model citizen or whatever. But we're we're going to mess up. We're going to do things we ain't got no business. We're going to chase after those uh, insecurely attached people, the avoided people, because we anxious. No, I'm just kidding. But go check out that episode of Attachment Styles. <laughs> Look. But, yeah, we're going to, you know, make those mistakes. We're going to bump our head a few times before we start to bob and weave, you know? Like, 
And it's okay. Like, don't ever fault yourself for going through what you go through because just think about, like, the person you are after you have gone through something. Like, usually when you go through things, you become a a more evolved person because you're learning so much. Like, I, I can't be mad at myself for falling in love with people I wasn't in relationships with. Like, I can't be mad at myself for that. Like, I can only say, like, now move a bit differently because you don't want to keep going through that type of hurt. Like, do something different so that you're not, you know, getting your heart broken and things of that nature. But had I not gone through it, it's like I wouldn't even really appreciate that sentiment to myself because I would be like, uh, do I really believe that? I feel like some people are like, I got to mess up in order to get on the right track. And like that is, I think Loki, that was me. Not too much anymore. I'm like, what they say, like the wise people can learn from other people's mistakes, baby. I'm learning from other people's mistakes. Now I'm moving forward. I don't got time to keep bumping my head. I got a concussion at this point. I got a concussion. I don't got time to keep bumping my head. So I'm going to I'm gonna learn from other people's mistakes. But, you know, if you do have to learn from your own mistakes, that's not bad. Like, if anything, it's probably going to make you a more round, well-rounded person, you know, a more grounded person. You know, it's just going to take you through different experiences. It's going to teach you that you're stronger than you really think or thought you were, like, you're going to find a whole different side of yourself by making certain mistakes or going through certain bad things or whatever the case may be. So being accepting of I'm going, I'm going to fuck up. Like even God knew I was going to fuck up. So it's like, you know, accepting that don't just be going out here making mistakes all willy nilly. But when you do, because maybe you're naive or, you know, you don't have too much knowledge on it. Don't fault yourself for something that you didn't know. Or, you know, didn't know what the impact was really going to be. Don't fault yourself. Just learn from it and move forward and try to do something a bit differently. But, yeah. So, now we're going to go to 4 o'clock. 4 (laughs) o'clock. And that's going to be boundaries. Cultivating healthy communication and boundaries in your relationships. Give and take. Oh, baby. It's crazy because I used to say, I used to tell my friends and I used to argue them down. Like, you should not have boundaries, people. Like, the people you love, you should not have boundaries with them. Like, you should be selfless. You could be da 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 And you should. The only thing is, is that people will take advantage of whatever they can take advantage of. Not everybody. Of course, not everybody is going to be that way. But for those who will take advantage of you putting yourself in a giving position and they're only going to take and take and take and baby that's gonna make you so freaking annoyed so like this year I've been working on boundaries with people like especially like family because family is like some of the hardest people to put boundaries up with because they feel like you're so accessible and it's like nah just because I'm blood don't mean I'm accessible like, you got to ask for me just as much as everybody else got to ask for me. Like, don't just think you get my attention because you blood. Like, that's crazy. Like, let me know 
give me an opportunity to say yes or no. And then we're going to go from there. But don't just assume that you're going to get my time just because I, I'm family. Like, that's crazy. So I've been working on setting boundaries in that aspect. I ain't really got no relationships or nothing like that. So this, <laughs> I mean, like, I mean, like I mentioned before, some of the boundaries that I like don't want people to, you know, cross or I don't even know how to say it, but like that not responding thing really does hurt my soul. <laughs> Like, I don't know what it is about somebody not responding. I don't know if it's, it's a sense of, like, ignoring or being abandoned or I don't know what it is. But to just, like, see my message and don't respond, like, that's not okay with me. Usually I'm okay with a lot of things, but that not responding when you see that I tried to reach out to you, call you, text you, whatever, and you don't respond like that, that really grinds my gears. The only thing is, is like, I have to work on not just extending myself even when people cross my boundaries. And I think that's a lot of the problem with like such giving people. When you're a giver, you try to set up boundaries, but it's so hard to enforce them. Like you constantly still want to give to people even though they've crossed your boundaries. So I definitely have to work on, you know, not allowing myself to be over extensive to the people around me when they're crossing my boundaries. Like I have to learn to start punishing people for hurting me because if I keep rewarding them with good behavior, like as if they have good behavior, then they're only going to continue to do the same behaviors. So I have to work on, you know, actually punishing these people when they don't, you know, uphold the things that I place in front of them. Cause I find that completely disrespectful. If I tell you something and then you literally don't do it, but you know that I'm going to continue to be such a good person. I just found that crazy and disrespectful, but again, you really got to teach people how to treat you. And if you reward bad behavior, like a kid, they're going to continue to do it. So you definitely got to start punishing bad behavior and rewarding good behavior. And so boundaries is how you work on that so that you're not feeling so taken advantage of and people are not pulling at your soul they're actually giving back to you as well like they're respecting your energy and your time and your space and, and they're giving as well as taking so boundaries is how you definitely work on self-love now we're going to go to what that is six o'clock <laughs> six o'clock is going to be self-care and it's making the time to meet your needs as best you can, spending time on your hobbies and interests. To be honest, y'all, I really do need to work on self-care because I don't know what hobbies or interests I have outside the house. <laughs> Is that sad? Like I, I, like I said, I'm such an outdoor baby. The fact that I'm inside and I don't even know what to do consistently outside is crazy to me, yo. Like, it's like, my outside activities was always cheerleading. So once I stopped doing that, I really lost a sense of self, you know, and you really don't realize that something you did for 10 years, like the person you were for 10 years, when you stop it, you lose a whole part of you. And so now I'm in a space where I have to learn how to fill in, you know, the missing piece that was cheerleading because cheerleading was, 
That was my community. That was my outside. That was my uh, practices after school. That was my Fridays, game nights, or things of that nature. Like it took up so much of my life when that stopped. I lost a piece of me. And I'm I'm literally having to figure out how to fill in that time because it was always taken. Now it's so free and it's just, it feels so weird to not have like anything to do either after work or like I don't have school anymore. But like after school, when I was in college, like it felt weird to just literally leave and go home. Cause I would always go to cheerleading practice, hang out with the girls, you know, toss a bitch up in the air, do a jump, do a flip. Like I was always doing something. And then Fridays was game nights. And then and like, luckily in college, I was able to be like a, a Saturday night slide baby because I went to all the football games that were home. But once that stopped in the, uh, after the fall, I was lost all over again. So it's like, Learning how to fill in that space for when you have these cutoffs because you start to identify with the things that you're doing, but at the moment that they're cut off, you kind of are lost and don't know what to do, don't know where to go, none of that. Like, So I'm definitely still working on that part because I haven't found anything that I like to do outside consistently. I definitely want to figure out whether that be going to a pole dancing class or to a salsa dancing class or, you know, something, a, a cooking class, or I don't know, but I really do have to find something consistently to do that's outside, that's building community, because that is, that's a big part that I lack and I know that I like it. So I definitely have to work on that into the new year is incorporating that self-care into my life because it's essential. It definitely is essential. So the next one, eight o'clock. <laughs> eight o'clock is going to be your inner voice. And it's changing the way you talk to and about yourself, working on the voice in your head. To be honest, and I don't know if it's because, like, this year was just a good year. Like, I don't, like, this year, I don't remember saying anything too negative to myself. Like, I do have my moments where I call myself a procrastinator or I call myself broke or things like that. But it's like, other than that, I really... I'm always positive with myself. And again, like, this is another one where I say working on those affirmations, adding that into that, because I actually started, like, telling myself, like, you are deserving of whatever you want. Like, you are amazing. You are capable of doing whatever you want to do. Like, you got this and things of that nature. So it's like, I have used my inner voice to be more encouraging even the talk your shit, the drop of eye and all that inner voice, it definitely kept saying like, girl, start a podcast, girl, start a podcast, girl, you got this, start a podcast, turn on this camera, get a mic, get, get to work, like start it because you need to, like you can do this. And I've been cheering myself on and I've been like being my own cheerleader because I'm a cheerleader in my own right. But I've been being that for myself. And sometimes like that inner voice, if you don't have a positive inner voice, 
you're going to be taking yourself down. And imagine if you got to go outside and people are being mean to you and negative to you because you still got to deal with people. So imagine if not only are you being mean to yourself, but other people are being mean to you. Like, you're definitely going to feel like, what is the point? Like, why am I here? Like, so it's like, work on, like, feeding yourself positivity. Work on changing the negative thoughts. I seen a clip with Diana Ross where she was like, Every time I come up with a negative thought, I come up with a positive thought. But the thing about it is, is I feel give more energy to a positive thought. So that's how I can make things come out. So it's like, of course, we're, excuse me, of course, we're going to be negative. It's, it's in our DNA. But we also have the capabilities to be positive, too. And it's like, which one are you going to give more energy to? Are you going to just sit in the negativity are you actually going to feed the positivity? Because once you start feeding the positivity, your whole mood starts to change. Your aura starts to change. Like, the person you are starts to change, and it, it's for the better. So think about that. Like, your inner voice is going to be the most important thing to get you moving. Like, even, like, for, like, I know, like, gym people, that inner voice, that inner voice has to be the most positive things for gym people, especially for, like, those weightlifters and everything. Like, you literally got to be in your mind, like, girl, you got this. Like, I know your legs are burning. I know you're you're tired. I know you're, you're hurting. I know all of this, but you got this. You only got five more. Let's go five, four, three. Like, you literally got to be that cheerleader. Like, that inner voice got to be your, your push. Like, your voice in your head has to be pushing you forward and not pulling you back because at the moment you let that voice pull you back ain't nobody else gonna be able to pull you forward like once you let that inner voice pull you back who gonna be able to pull you forward like they not like you're really going to have a hard time going forward if you start pulling yourself back with your inner thoughts like, dang, I, I, I don't, like, I don't do this. I, and I don't got this. And I don't do this. Like, and the, another thing that I learned this year is, like, gratitude and being grateful and appreciative and thankful and all this other stuff. Because one thing I have noticed is whenever I've complained about something, God immediately took it away from me. I complained about my car, and I'd be damned if, don't judge me because I didn't know. But I, like, it was, like, flooding in South Tampa, and I drove through, and I was thinking that it wasn't that high or anything like that. I drove through, goddamn car, flooded, and my whole engine went out, and I lost my car. Talking shit, <laughs> negatively. Not being appreciative that I even got a car. Not even realizing, like, yo, like, there's people out here in the rain, in this water, flooding, and I'm at least I'm in the car, like, not necessarily being appreciative. And so, like, it immediately got taken from me. Even my first car that I got, complaining about that, like, oh, I want a new car. Like, I, I'm, I'm over it. Like, as soon as I was on the way home on the interstate, some dude started spinning out. I had to jump over real fast, and a Jeep hit me from behind. And because of the car being old, I guess, they couldn't fix it, so they totaled it out. So just remember, like, that inner voice or that unappreciativeness or that negativity, it brings that, that energy into your life. 
But if you start thinking like, yo, I'm really grateful that I have a car to drive. I'm really grateful that I have food to eat. I'm really grateful that I have a phone that can record, that I can start a podcast with. I'm really grateful I have a laptop that I can look up stuff with and post on. And I'm glad I got a microphone that I can talk into so that I can put my podcast on Apple and Spotify. Like, I'm really grateful for all of these things. I'm grateful for all of the mistakes that I made. I'm grateful for not having the knowledge so that I could go through the things that I go through so that I did acquire the knowledge. I'm grateful for getting my heart broken because that brought me a, a cross like a crew season and MTR and, you know, daily wrap up crew and Kevin Samuels and roommates and you know, all these people just off of one heartbreak or like just off of one event. So it's like, once you start appreciating and being grateful, like literally you get fed so much positive energy. You get fed so much positivity and it starts to change you. Like that inner voice, that inner voice has to be your cheerleader at all times. Cause at the moment, and of course, like I said, there's gonna be negative days. Definitely don't sit there because at the moment you start pulling yourself back, who gonna be able, who gonna be there to save you for real for real? So yeah. So the next one we're going to, which is the final one, and this is the one that of course y'all already know that I don't practice this year, but we're gonna talk about it anyway. So the last one, and that's ten o'clock. I think we went eight to ten. Yeah, it's self discovery. And it's learning your likes, developing goals, hobbies, and interests that make you happy. So I wouldn't necessarily say that I've, well, probably the developing goals, probably not the the hobbies or the interests or likes. But I'll say for self-discovery, like y'all know my biggest self-discovery, or not biggest, but I shared it with y'all, is that anxious attached thing. And it was such a big, a, a big discovery for me is because I was constantly wondering, like, girl, why is your mind on this person? Like, why can't you let them go? And not even just one specific person. Like, it literally factors into everybody that came into my life. It's like, girl, why you can't let them go? Like, why? And it was so annoying because it's like I'm over here fixated on them all day every day like it was really getting to be too much so i was like yo what is this and i came across a video that they were talking about attachment well i didn't watch it but i seen the title and it was like attachment style so i was like okay let me look this up and then i took the quiz and then i actually read through everything and i was like oh that's you that is true that is that is you. But now how do we work on that? So that you're not overextending yourself. You're not doing too much. You're not being clingy and attached and all this other stuff. And you know how I learned how to do that? Loving on myself, baby. <laughs> like I learned how to not give so much to other people because I'm learning to give it to myself. Like, of course, I'm a lover girl. Like if you if you meet me, you know, I'm a lover girl. Like, I give. Like, I just, 
I just love to give to the people that I care about. Like, I'm a lover girl. Hopeless romantic. I love the rom-coms. Like, I, I like so it's like, of course, I want that energy in my space and everything of that nature. But it's like, if it's not being reciprocated, you do have to work on, like, moving that energy back towards yourself because you can't keep giving it out. Because if you keep giving it out but get nothing back in return, then your cup is just gonna it's gonna stop overflowing and it's gonna be empty in a second so it's like I had to really learn that like you gotta chill big dog if it's not being reciprocated you do gotta chill so that you don't feel empty because I I had moments this year where I was reaching out reaching out reaching out grabbing and and missing every time I reached out and it felt so draining so it's like, okay, the only way that I'm like not thinking about you is if I'm literally thinking about me. So let me just focus on me and I won't focus on you. So it's just like that self-discovery thing is real. I was I learned that I could be a podcaster. I learned that I could be a YouTuber. I learned that about myself because I was in this room learning myself. Or not even learning myself, but just I was able to pay attention to who I was becoming because I was alone and I was actually attentive to myself and not so worried about other people. So I was like, dang, girl, you really could do this podcasting thing. Like, you really could do this YouTube thing. Like, you you got this. Like, let's go. Let's get it. So it's like I was I, I've been able to discover a lot about myself. And I still have a lot more discovering to do. I also uh, started this journal. There's this guy that I follow on um, Instagram. I don't quite remember his name. And I don't know if I'll be able to find him. I don't want to hold it up. But if I do find him, I'm going to put the, the name right here. But he does these different questions where he's like, okay, if you're single and you're, you're looking for a relationship, here are five questions that you should answer or whatever the case may be. And it's like, I've been doing that. I've been going through and actually figuring out what do I want from another person? What do I need to change within myself to be with another person? Because in my aloneness, I, I do have to learn how to look for the right person because I ain't going to be alone for forever. And like I said, I don't want to keep bumping my head up against the wall. If I do find somebody new or if somebody old comes, like, double back, like, how do we work towards being better or whatever the case may be? Like, I have to learn all of that now by myself and my loneliness. So I'm, like, learning that. And, again, like I, like I said, with the self-care, I'm learning. I have to definitely focus on learning how to get back outside because I'm an outside baby. I like being outside. I just don't know what to do while I'm outside because I don't like out to be honest, y'all. And that's probably why I do this this podcast by myself. I don't like talking to new people. I ain't gonna hold y'all. Like I definitely can keep a conversation going, but the initial startup, like that's not me. And I didn't just discover that this year. I've learned that a long time ago. But that initial, hey, how you doing? That's not me. Now, if you say, hey, how you doing? I'm going to respond. I'm a responder. I'm not an initiator. I, I respond. So it's like, I, 
I haven't like learned to do stuff outside because I'm a responder. And if you don't have a lot of initiators around you, you're gonna go outside and you're still gonna be isolated. Which I don't think is a bad thing. I guess if you're getting outside, then you're getting outside. But you know, it's just like I want to be able to go outside when I learn how to become a initiator as well as a responder. So I can start making friends or connections or a network, who knows, but I do want to work on those things so that I, when I go outside, I'm not just by myself. And there, there's times where I can, yes, be by myself, go to dinner, movies, all this other stuff. But for the most part, when I do go outside, I don't want to just be by myself all the time. I want to learn how to initiate as well as respond, hold a conversation, get a number, hang out, do stuff. Like, those are things that I'm learning by myself. But, yeah, y'all, so that's the circle. Of, it's called the Foundations of Self-Love. Again, I'm going to put the circle right here. And it's probably going to be there the whole video, just so, like, you all can be reading it while I'm saying it. But that's that to me those are like six great founding founding things for self-love all of those things is what helps you to really become your best friend because if you're not gonna be your own best friend why the fuck do you think anybody else want to be your best friend like i remember when people used to ask would you date yourself and you'll be like no not at all baby now Hell yeah. I'm funny. I know how to cook. I know how to... <laughs> like, I'm good at what I do. Like, so it's like, why would I not date me? Yeah, I, I can have an attitude every now and again. But it's not terrible. Like, I'm respectful for the most part. I'm giving. I'm loving. I'm nurturing. I'm caring. I'm all those great things. Why the fuck would I not want to be with me? If I was a man... Meet me at the altar and your right. Okay, like, we get married. What you mean? So it's like, ask yourself that. Like, would you marry yourself? Would you, would you date yourself? And if the answer is no, now it's time to start your self-love journey. Now it's time to start figuring out why the hell would you not date yourself, but you want other people to date you? Why would you not hang out with yourself, but you all want other people to hang out with you? Like, come on now get it together so it's like i i definitely have fell in love with myself and i'm still falling in love with myself every day because i'm becoming a whole new person every day wake up and become a whole new person it was funny my auntie just said today like every time i see you, you look like a different person and i do because i am i'm a new person every time i wake up and honestly if you don't wake up a new person every time you wake up then what is the what's the point don't be the same. We ain't waking up to be the same person. We waking up to be in a new, improved version of ourselves, period. Like, I don't want to wake up and be the same girl that I was 2010 or 2015, even 2021. Like, no, I want to wake up and be a new, improved. I don't want to wake up and be the same person I was today. I want to wake up and be better than I was today. Cause that's the goal. That is the goal to wake up and be a better person. You gotta wake up and die to who you was yesterday and become a new person. And how do you do that? Self-love, yes. So yes, y'all, like hopefully something in this video resonated with you. 
And if it did, let us know how you practice self-love. Like, give me some ideas on what y'all like to go out and do. Don't say that, get your nails done and stuff, because I, I that costs too much. Give me some cheap alternatives. <laughs> like, but what do y'all like to do? How do you maintain yourself? Like, what are your mental health things? What are your, how do you affirm yourself? Like, what are some affirmations you like to use? Share those in the comments. Because again, you never know who you are helping. And the goal is to help everybody that watches and tunes in and listens. The goal is to help everybody. So let's pass along the information. Talk your shit. That's why we drop the eye. So I'm not the only one talking shit. I want y'all to talk y'all shit about the stuff that you have learned and have gone through and have practiced and if it worked, let us know. If it didn't work, why? You know, just give us the synopsis. Who knows? But yeah. So as we go into 2023, if you ain't loving on yourself, honey, practice. Because practice makes perfect. Or close to perfect. Because nothing's perfect, I guess. But in 2023, we love it on ourselves. Like I said, we're loving on ourselves so we can go out and love on everybody else. Because I'm ready to give this energy and everything to everybody else. That's why I started a podcast. So I can give it to everybody else. Like, I love this. Even, even though it's not even that many people watching. When it is that many people watching, we gonna love this. So, yes. Start loving on yourself so that you can start loving on those around you because everybody was born with a gift and a purpose or whatever that might be. But if you don't love on yourself to even know what the gift or purpose or anything of that nature is, how are you going to be able to share that with the world? Like, we here to service each other. I wouldn't be here without a crew season. So it's like, had they not loved on themselves enough to turn on the camera or whatever, I wouldn't even be sitting right here. So it's like, we got to love on ourselves so we can give that out to the world so that somebody else can do the same thing that we're doing or they can get the courage to do something else. But baby, we got to start spreading love. Like, it's too much hate flowing, floating around and it's so cringy. Like, yeah, it weighs you down. Like, no. We got to start giving love to everything to everybody around us. I do know we have our off days. Trust me. I have my off days. I'm not this I'm not this happy all the time, but I do try to maintain like this because it's better to give off this than to than to give off this. Like what like what do you want? Like how can I like how can I help you? Like, it don't even feel right. Like, it feels so heavy, so draining. But to be like, hey, y'all, how y'all doing? Like, oh, my God. Like, I love this. I love this. This energy is great. And I, I wouldn't have this had I not loved on myself or started working towards loving on myself or falling in love with myself and becoming my own best friend, my own cheerleader. Hooray, hooray, let's get it, let's go. Like, so, yeah. In 2023... I will be learning, like, what I like to do. I will be learning those little things that make me happy outside of people 
So that even when I do come across my husband or whatever, like, come on, come put this ring on this thing. But even when I come across my husband, I don't have to be dependent on just him. I can still depend on myself to have a good time, even when he's gone, because I, I need a nice, hardworking man. I'm trying to be a kept woman or whatever. So it's like, I, I learned how to be my own individual outside of him. And so what better way to do that than by myself? So it's like, let me work on loving on myself first so that I can go out and love on somebody else. And then when he has to leave, because it's inevitable, they got to go to work, I can still love on myself and be okay. And then when you come back, I love on you or whatever. So like, yeah. So that is going to be where I end this. And I'm going to be closing this out right now. And again, like 2023, we talk about New Year's resolutions. And we always set these unexpected, wait, what's the word? (laughs) These high expectations, like going to the gym every week. Like, don't even do that. Like, the resolution should just be like, love on myself more. And then you could start incorporating the gym. Like, you know, you want to be more healthier. That's how you love on yourself more. It start getting actual healthy habits. Like, learning how to meal prep or going to the gym or going to a dance class or a pole dancing class. Like if that's what you want to do, love on yourself and give yourself that. Or like, if you want to go back to school, start getting your stuff together, love on yourself and giving yourself that, you know, implementing that discipline to sit down and get the shit done. Like that should be the resolutions is, how do I love on myself even more than I already do now? And if that's with a career, with health, with a relationship or anything of that nature, that's how you do it. But it has to start in before you can go out. You can't just go to the gym without a different mindset. The mindset needs to be, I am going to be healthier. I am healthy. And in order to maintain that healthiness, I need to do things that's going to aid to my healthiness. Or I am a millionaire. But in order to get there, I have to do millionaire shit. Like, I got to figure out how to sell this amount of things in a day. Like, we just got to learn how to, like, turn our resolutions into that self-love so that it's long-lasting and not just fleeting. Because... You could be like, yeah, I just want to work out or whatever. Da, 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 da. But if if you don't even believe that you are a gym rat or you don't believe that you are a millionaire, that work ethic ain't going to stay long lasting. So it starts in here, that inner voice. That was, that was six o'clock. No, that was eight o'clock. That inner voice, baby, like work on that first. So 2023 is the year of Loving on yourself so you can give it out to the world. But yeah, y'all, I I just want to say, like, thank you to the people who have started, like, subscribing or listening or watching. Like, I appreciate it. And because this is the last episode before the year is out, I just want to say thank y'all. Like, it may be a little bit of y'all, but who the fuck cares? Nobody. I just like that. I am building up a little bit of a following. And I'm so appreciative. I'm so grateful. I'm so happy that you all have, you know, tuned in and to to be on my journey. Like I, 
I can't wait to see what this podcasting thing entails. Like, honestly, a dream would be to podcast like crew season. So if y'all see this one, that would be a dream. So like, as long as I got y'all, it's gonna come true. So yeah, like 2023, we up. Like, once I get to November again, baby, this podcast is gonna look completely different. Before, yeah, I just want to maintain consistency, put this out to you all, be there for you all, you know, build a community with you all, because we going to be the shit talkers. That's it. That's all. We're going to be the shit talkers. Like, leave it up to me. We're going to be the shit talkers. So thank y'all. And have. Oh, I hope you all have a great New Year's Eve and that you come into the New Year's with all that you want and more. And if you don't got all that you want and more, Go get that shit. Period. But yeah, happy New Year's to you all. And I can't wait to see y'all in January where we're going to be talking about something else. So I'll see y'all next Wednesday. Y'all have a great rest of y'all day. Y'all have a great New Year's, New Year's Eve, and all of that. And love and prosperity and abundance and gratitude and all those good adjectives to you all but i will see y'all in the new year peace no i'm just kidding why did i do that bye